This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long in studio. And uh, it's our daily draft kind of breakdown. And this particular day, we go on with offensive guards and a guy that uh, played right up the road. Yeah, Inside the Draft with Mike D is brought to you by Christ Electrical and Generator Service. When the power goes off, Christ comes on. Mike, the first guard that we're talking about today, a guy that I saw a lot in college, a guy that you really like, Osiris Torrance from Florida. Yeah, I saw him first. He was at St. Helena uh, Central High School. Uh, I remember Charlie. He came in. He started uh, as a true freshman. I don't know if it was 12 or 13 games that year. True freshman. Walks off the St. Helena Central High School campus, and he becomes a starter. Day one, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, for UL. Um, had a really good career there, then transfers his final season to uh, join Billy Napier at Florida. First team consensus All-American across the board. Did yeah. not get, did not give up a sack last year uh, uh, for Florida. He had started out as an all-sunbelt guy with UL with a couple years that he spent there, and then he follows, as you said, Billy to Florida, and then he went from an all conference guy to an all-american guy like he the spotlight was kind of put on him playing in the sec as an offensive guard that had some you know skins on the wall just so to speak with how well he did at ul he goes to florida and he lights it up there he was outstanding he was a big part of why their run game was so successful and that's the area that i think osiris torrance wherever he gets drafted to he's an immediate upgrade for your team's rushing attack yeah because he's almost six six he's just a hair under six six he's 330 pounds um and that's a lean day uh, at 330 because i know he's been a little bit heavier than that he is a top heavy player uh he plays with a lot of power from the waist up, uh, I, I'd like to see him use his lower body strength a little bit better. But he is a big upper body player. You can see with those punches and his steer currents, it's all upper body. And uh, he's got to learn how to bend his knees a little bit better. But, man, he's talented. He is a pure guard. He's going to go either late in round one or very early in round two. He is a road grader, and he's a very good finisher as a run blocker. When you watched last year Florida run the football, and they had a tandem that could do it really well, they followed him. Now, listen, just follow that big butt. Get up the field and follow him. He's going to make it happen for you. But down the field, finishing that block, 
He's gotten much better as a pass protector from a mechanical standpoint and using his arms and hands much better. But uh, if you're looking for a pure guard and you look at teams late in round one, uh, like the Buffalo Bills, who have had some difficulties moving people around and also protecting Josh, um, that might come into play real quick there. Saints, certainly another team. And you could say, well, they got Andrews, Pete, and they got Ruiz. Okay, uh, you're going to guarantee those guys are going to play the entire season? And basically, Andrews, Pete's on a one-year deal. When you look at how that contract is structured, it's basically a one-year type deal. So I think late in round one, very early in round two, is where you're going to see Osiris Torrance. I thought he did a really good job all season long in upgrading his pass protection skills because I knew he could run block. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's real simple to figure out. But it was his pass protection ability. Again, there's some technical things there that he needs to work on. But, man, come on, we ain't re- reinventing the wheel here. Yeah, Mike, I just want to reiterate to everyone that this is not a guy that's going to move across the line at all. He's going he to be a guard. He's stuck in his position. He's going to be a guard in the NFL. He projects that way. He's not going to be a tackle. He's not going to be a center. But he's a guy that, as you've mentioned, a road grader, a guy that's going to upgrade your run game immediately. And I think Buffalo really makes sense as a spot now that you mention it because Buffalo's rushing attack hasn't been great in recent years. But just getting that guy in the middle to just bulldoze the opposition and get that much space uh, on the offensive line, open up holes for your running backs, I think it would be a really good fit. Now, from Osiris to another guy that you're pretty high on, I don't think you have a first-round grade on him, but North Dakota State's Cody Mock. Yeah, Cody's the guy I've got an early second-round pick grade on. He played mostly tackle. He First, he started out at tight end at North Dakota State, and they kicked him out to tackle, and he's been a really good tackle there. He went to the Senior Bowl. Not only did he play guard there, he also took snaps as a center uh, at the Senior Bowl. So, man, Cody Mark, he's a warrior out on that field. He loves the game. It matters to him at the highest level. He is a really good pass protector, and he is aggressive as a run blocker. Sometimes too much, because sometimes he'll pull himself out of position uh, when he's making a block or trying to set up. But, man, I I love his – I'd much rather have it than don't have it in a player. I think a lot of Cody Mock, and I think he'll go probably within the first 15 picks of round two. And he gives you some versatility because of the fact that he has played some tackle. But I think his best position is probably inside of the guard spot. And um, I'd like to see him at left guard because I think that that may be his spot uh, in the National Football League. And I think he, if you needed him, he could play right tackle. The intriguing thing is that uh, Jim Nagy told me about it uh, when we were talking about Cody. He's like, Mike, I'm going to give him a shot at center and see how he does. He didn't look like a fish out of water. Uh-huh. You know, he, he really did pretty well there in the practice sessions, playing that center position, actually took some snaps at center during the game itself. So and he didn't look awkward with it. Versatility is Cody Mock's strength. Oh, so. and, and his aggressiveness and his focus okay. as a player. He's talented, but football means something to him. Mike, I'm, I'm racking my brain here. I'm just trying to make sure that this is the right guy. Wasn't Cody Mock the guy that entered college as like a tight end and yeah. then he put on like 120 pounds in, yeah, in his put on, career? He came in, I think he was 225, 
I think he might have gotten a 330 at one time. He's lost some of that weight. Right. But, yeah, he was a, a former high school tight end. He only really played two years of high school football. He was more of a basketball player, track athlete, baseball player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, man, look at that big guy. No, he got to be playing football. But he wasn't widely recruited, goes to North Dakota State, who have done some pretty amazing things with athletes, redshirt them, play them as a redshirt freshman, and turn them loose. And they've had a lot of success. So I think Cody Mock brings you some versatility. He brings you aggressiveness. He is a good technician who I think will get better. And, uh, man, I think the world of any time I get a guy that football means a whole lot about and he's talented, that's who I want on my team. Gotcha. And then another guy that you have is likely a second-round pick is TCU Steve Avilia. Yeah, Steve's a guy that has worked at guard and center at TCU. And uh, I talked to Sonny about him. He's like, like he was the guy up front for us. When we needed a play to run the football with Kendron, uh, we ran right behind him. Uh, and so Steve Avila is is a really good football player, wide load, 6'4", 335 pounds. You can't miss him. Um, and he he's learned how to pass protect pretty well, too. I think he's solid in that category, can get better. Um, sometimes he plays sort of speak on his tippy toes. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see him a little bit more grounded. But, man, he really took over uh, last year in the Big 12. I mean, he was a dominant force as a run blocker and also as a pass protector and also versatility. The fact that he can play center, uh, maybe in year two for a team, that I'll start him off at guard, and if i got a hole at center, I can move him there. Steve Avila is a really good football player, and I think he'll go middle of round two. And then North North Carolina State's Chandler Zavala. Yeah, he's another wide-load guy. Uh, man, he is huge, uh, especially lower body, waist down. Man, he is a big guy. And uh, he's just going to have to watch the weight and his conditioning. Really good run blocker. Has gotten much, much better as a pass protector. Um, He was green as grass early on in his career as a pass protector. Uh, But, man, can he open up a hole for you and his steering ability. And I like to see that in an interior player. His ability to kind of latch onto you and then steer you where that running back has a lane and he can go through – not a lot of people have talked about Chandler, but Chandler is going to end up being a top 90 pick in this draft. He's he's a really good football player. A lot of times when you see that type athlete up front, and he's a really good athlete, former track athlete, played baseball, basketball, um, you know he's going to get better in the mechanical part of things. So um, Chandler Zavella, I think, is a guy that will be a top 90 pick, could possibly get into round two, looks to me more to be an early third-round pick. And then a guy that a lot of <laughs> local fans are familiar with, LSU's Anthony Bradford. Yeah, and we've went through it, Charlie. Two coaches at LSU, two different offensive line coaches, have said it. He may be the most talented offensive lineman that LSU had over the last two years. Uh, his problem has been weight conditioning. Uh, he is sometimes that second number was a seven, and maybe it hit eight. He he was really big. 
and he got his weight down. He's 340. That was the thing I wanted to see on LSU's Pro Day. Could he keep his weight down? He did. But he's a guy that's going to constantly battle that. Terrific run blocker. When LSU needed yardage running the football, they ran right behind Anthony Bradford. Now, the heavier he gets, he tires out a little bit in games, and he gets beat in pass protection. So that's something he's going to have to get much better at with his conditioning, also keeping his weight down. If he can do that, he is an NFL starter. He is that talented of an offensive lineman. But, again, the big question mark is for a big man who's always had some difficulties kind of pushing the plate, can he push it You know, once he gets drafted? I think he'll go in round three. I think he may be one of these picks. People say, man, how did he get picked so high? He's talented, and we've heard Coach O, and we've heard Brian Kelly say it. We've heard Craig and Davis, all four, make the comment, athletically and talent, he may be the most talented guy LSU's had the last two years as an offensive lineman. They didn't say he was in the best shape. They said he was the most talent up front along the offensive line. And I think in a pinch, he could play right tackle. But really, he's better off inside as a right guard. And he's a good one. And then two more guys here, Mike. UCLA's John Gaines the second, and then Eastern Michigan Seti Sue. John's a really talented uh, pass protector. A uh, guy knows how to use his arms and hands really well. Uh, uh, I know their quarterback. He just praised them about, I don't ever have to worry about getting pressure uh, on his side. And he picks things up. He helps the tackle. He helps the center. John Gaines the second is, is really one of the more underrated offensive linemen in this draft class. Very good player. Um, I know he spent... Uh, quite a bit of time with the 49ers. He would seem to be almost their type player. Uh, real smart, understands the pass protection part of the game, and he stays low as a run blocker. Low man wins, and man, he, he can get you a big hole inside. So John Gaines, I think, probably end up late in round three, early in round four, really good football player. And I think of all the offensive guards, the most underrated of the group we have, we're talking about today. And then uh, City Sue? Yeah, uh, City Sue is uh, from Eastern Michigan. Uh, actually played his high school football in Quebec, in Canada. Was not highly recruited, but man, they took a shot at him because he is a big man. And you saw when I got to see him play the last couple of years, his run blocking skills, really good. And when they needed yardage, they ran right behind Sue. They ran right behind him. He's a wide load, uh, knows how to bend his knees well, which surprised me how technically he's good at bending the knees. Where he's got to get better at is as a pass protector, using his arms and hands a little bit better. But C.D. Sue can play and play at the next level. He may almost sort of need a redshirt year to get accustomed to the speed and size of the NFL. Because at Eastern Michigan, you're not seeing top pass rushers every week. Eventually, he's going to end up being a really good player in the NFL. So, yeah, he's one of those kind of guys that maybe you don't know a lot about. You'll be hearing a lot about him day two, early part of day three. Sounds like it's a pretty strong class for guards. Much better than tackles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because once you get out of the top four or five in tackles, man, the decline comes off really steep. It's a deep class for guards. But at guard, it's really good. 
Inside the Draft with Mike D is brought to you by Craig's Electrical and Generator Service. When the power goes off, Craig's comes on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 